time. It is, of course, Monday. Things have been mixed around a lot this week. Uh, we're experiencing the same kind of, uh, I guess, unpredictable events as you guys are at home with coronavirus and everything else. But uh, it's nice to be back in the studio, see someone in the wild for once, and uh, back with my good friend and co-host Michael Sears here. And joining us on the call today, we have none other than Tommy Langacker and Mikey Musumeci. They're already here on the line. What's up, guys? And we're hoping to get Fionn Davey in What's here um, in a minute. They're having some technical difficulties, but they might pop up at some point soon. So anyways, guys, it's been very hectic. Uh, how are we all doing out there? You guys being all right, being safe? Yeah, staying in in the house, basically. <laughs> Tommy, yeah, what's Tommy? What's I think Europe's been hit a lot uh, worse than us. Oh, we got. I, I see Fian and Marcus. They're going to be joining us soon. I see them on our screen. Tommy, what's uh? Europe's been hey, hit a guys. lot worse. Than- <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, Marcus, turn your phone sideways. There you go. Uh, so, Tommy, Europe's been hit a lot worse than us here in uh in the states. Uh, what's it like right now in Norway? What's the situation like? No, no. It's getting more and more cases of it, but uh, it seems like peop- if people are respecting the the quarantine rules and uh, uh, just staying like being in, not being in like big groups and going into the like crowding the stores, it's it seems to be getting more and more under control. And uh, yeah, it's just waited out, basically. Hey, Marcus and Fian, let me let me hear you guys talk. Do we got your audio? Yeah, Hi. can you hear us? Yeah, hey, yeah. we got him. Yeah, all good, all good. All right. How are you guys doing? <laughs> yeah. where, where are you guys right now? Are you over in, in Dublin and Ireland, or where are you at? Yeah, in Ireland. Yeah, in Dublin. All right, so we have an international affair going on right here. Uh, we just asked Tom what it's like out in Norway. What's what's the mood like in, in Dublin and Ireland? Is it a little bit tense? You guys waiting it out? What's, what's happening over there? Yeah, I guess everyone's kind of confused, really. Same as probably everywhere. We don't really know what's going on. We're just staying, staying pretty much in our houses. Um, so, yeah, I think everything's closing down now. Uh, all the pubs over here, which is a big deal. And, um, they closed them. All, yeah. 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 Um, right. I think all the shops, Yeah, on Saturday night, everyone was going crazy in the pubs and the clubs. So. <laughs> <laughs> Next morning, they were telling everyone to shut it down. So, um, <laughs> oh, yeah. we're just, we're just in the house pretty much. Trying to watch the news, the same as everyone else. So, yeah, that's it. Let's kick it around first. Let's hear a little bit from everybody about, I think, something people will be interested in is uh, how are you guys staying active while you're all, you know, the gyms are all closed down, there's no competition. We'll go with you first, Mikey, since you apparently just got done drilling. What are you up to out there in Las Vegas? (laughs) Well, I'm still in the right now. So I was just on the mat drilling uh, with my friends, and um, then I came on. you're You're at Roberto's house? I'm at Roberto's gym. Oh, okay. Is his, his, yeah, gym's so, closed, um, his gym's closed down, or is it still going? It's still open here in Vegas. Um, I think some of the local gyms are starting to close, but um, I'm really just training with my friends that, like, I know are, like, staying home all day, and then we're, like, getting together to train, you know? Um, I'm staying away from, like, sketch people, really. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know? Uh, I can't Define stop sketch people. So. What, are you, what are you looking out for? <laughs> <laughs> People that people that are leaving their homes and working in other places, you know, that I yeah. consider that sketchy now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I, I was just talking with Chase before. I was yeah, like, man, I when see. I see people on Instagram that are hanging out at bars, I'm like, man, I'm staying away from them for a little while. I kind of feel like I'm, <laughs> yeah. I kind of feel like I'm Fuck breaking it. the law right now. Training, it has that feel now. Like 
we're all looking around we're training like <laughs> afraid that we're gonna get caught like the cops are gonna catch us <laughs> Tell, 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 tell everybody what you said a little bit before we went on air about what your plan is if all the gyms close down. What are you going to do? If all the gyms close down, I'm going to force my sister to just train with me in my garage all day. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did, yeah, you sto- did, did you stockpile enough pasta for this? I did, but I don't have enough spaghetti. I have a lot of penne. So I was like at stores yesterday trying to find more spaghetti. How many boxes did you buy? <laughs> Uh, maybe like fifty boxes. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that's a lot of boxes. <laughs> <Doomsday. laughs> <laughs> All right, so business as usual then for Mikey is, is drilling and eating He's pasta. Fifty boxes of pasta. <laughs> Tommy, uh, what's yeah, your situation sorry. like? Are you are you still trying to to work out a little bit at home? Uh, you mentioned earlier you got you're quarantined. Yeah. What what are you doing over there, Tommy? Well, right now I'm uh, like I'm out with my back, so like I took just the time to don't do anything in the beginning. But kind of got restless of that, and now, like, uh, since I'm quarantined with two of my uh, my friends, they both train jujitsu. So right now, we just put out mats uh, today in the basement and got some rolls in. So uh, yeah, just staying inside and jitsu, like uh, doing jujitsu with them and staying in shape, basically. Like, I think that's uh, what I gotta do for a long time now. <laughs> who who are you uh, quarantined <laughs> with over there? Who are you? Sh- I'll show you. Right. Uh, they're playing video <laughs> games right now. So, I this, this playing is Street Fighter. Eric. <laughs> this is Kenneth, and this is where I sit. So, <laughs> right. is Espen there with so, you? Uh, quarantining. Where's Espen? No, at? Espen's in Eagleson, right? Espen's in Eagleson. Uh, you guys aren't quarantined uh, together. Family. No, yeah, uh, he was here, like, because we didn't take it too serious until Wednesday, and like, he was leaving on Thursday. So on Wednesday, like, that's when, because I, I said, like, everybody else, like, oh, it's just a common flu. And uh, then we, like, when the whole country shut down, we kind of saw uh, saw the seriousness of it. And, like, we did some research on it as well and saw, like, the Joe Rogan podcast with the, with the, with the scientists there and, uh, like, and the seriousness of it. And, yeah, we just, uh, Espen went to Egosun and just trained there. And Espen. now we just decided. We just decided to say, "Ah, oh, fuck it. Okay, we're gonna stay here, and then we can train." Espen's actually thing. watching on Facebook right now. He just jumped into the chat over there. So hey, Espen. Yeah, what's he saying? Yeah, he hasn't said <laughs> anything yet. He just just notified me that Espen. Ah, Espen, dude. <laughs> so Tommy, <laughs> Tommy. Cool to say, no, yeah, my mom, my papa. I got it. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, Tommy, you're saying that you're in quarantine. Is is uh, Norway right now? Is it like a government ordered situation? Is that what it's like out there? Yeah, like if you did any any sort of travel, you have a mandatory 14 day uh, 14 day uh, quarantine. So um, that's so crazy. that's why we're in quarantine as well now. Yeah, because. Uh, some uh, some of our friends did the uh, Abu Dhabi Grand Slam last weekend. Oh, uh, yeah, in last London. weekend, and uh, so if yeah in London. So um, if you came like two three weeks ago, you went uh, went out of the country. You have you have mandatory quarantine, and we rolled, and so uh, so fuck it. Yeah, because I have it. Uh, no, Espen didn't go out there, but I guess some of you. Uh, so no, what else? Espen didn't go. What else are you doing besides uh, training with uh, your friends while you're stuck inside of the gym? How are you able to go out at all, or are you able to go to the store, or are you just yeah. decide? Uh, yeah. So you're able to go out, and you're able to do your 
your stuff like but you have to like you can't uh, gather in big big spaces with big groups so you can uh, they they tell like you to have like a this like personal space uh, like you need like a meter uh, away from people and uh, you can do you can go out they recommend you to go outside and get fresh air and not just sit in all day but like if you have quarantine you need to limit it as much as possible because you're going to even Is though you government... don't have symptoms you can st- uh, well, Mikey, is the government like helping people with gyms with rent? Like in Norway, like um, obviously you had to can't uh, they have to cancel the programs. You still have to pay rent so, for like, schools. Yeah. So right now, like the thing is, um, I, I, to be honest, I don't. I'm not really sure about that. What the government is doing, but they're putting a lot of aid into uh, helping smaller businesses and and all type of businesses basically because everybody's they they're telling everybody to shut down. So. There's not mm-hmm. no gyms are allowed to be open, so there's no chance they're making money. The only thing they're making money, the people that actually stay act like uh, have their uh, have their uh, membership like go, keep uh, kept going. So like that's important. Like people don't cancel their membership due to this the fact that you are even though you're in quarantine, you need to support your gym. So if yeah. not, it's not going to be there when you get back because we don't know how long this quarantine is going to be. Yeah. So, I've I've never been to Norway, but I imagine it's probably a very orderly orderly quarantine over there. I think people in America are a little bit a little bit more ignorant, and that nobody's going to listen when they do that stuff over there. Norway Norway, everyone's probably obeying it. It's probably pretty good. Uh, uh, you always have, have those uh, ignorant people, or like especially like older people that like ah fuck it, I've been through worse. It's just a calm cold, you know. So like you're always going to get some people like that, but uh, I think the majority of people actually see the see the the seriousness of this uh, this virus and i think it, it seems like people are respecting it more and more like as day goes by okay let's go over to ireland now so we heard that they closed the pubs which is big news over there there's uh what else, what, what's the what's the country like is there any sort of uh government quarantine over there, or what, over there. what's the situation like over there yeah, they acted pretty early, to be honest, like, uh, compared to the UK as well. They're actually doing something, so that's nice. Oh, Roberto um, Jimenez joins the chat. <laughs> okay, go on, Fionn, sorry. Sorry. Um, yeah, so, like, it's, it's a bit mad in supermarkets and things, and uh, there is a quarantine, uh, but it's not super strict yet, but they might be getting stricter, I think. Uh, we don't really know yet, so it's kind of just waiting around. Has uh, East Coast, yeah, I mean, e- ECJJ, have they closed up shop, or when did that happen? Yeah, it was really early. And they closed. They closed, like, Thursday, I think Last it was. Last Thursday, yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, Are you guys still getting some training in? On your own? Uh, well, I ordered... <laughs> I ordered masks. Um, I need to tell my housemate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I walked in there, so there you go. Oh. <laughs> <I> ordered... <laughs> I'll put them in the garden or something. It's nice so there we are. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna try train pretty much put the mask wherever we can. We have to do it outside. We'll just try to try get some training. In. I guess we, we can go. just train with each other for now. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. So, we'll see how it unfolds. Like maybe we can get a few. So you guys training got, session with friends. You guys got we'll mask coming. So that's uh, that's yeah. pretty lucky of you. So Tommy, Tommy, and you guys are both in a good situation where you're in a house with jujitsu people. Mikey's got his sister who's a black belt world champ. So you guys all got drilling partners at least. You're a little bit luckier than than some yeah. people out there. Yeah. What about uh, what other kind of workouts are you guys doing while you're waiting on the match to arrive? Are you doing anything? <laughs> you doing any like yoga or like throwing swinging kettlebells around or anything yeah. like that? We oh we got a kettlebell. 
yeah, we tried that, and I, I realized it's so unfair. Like, so unfair. Yeah, we workout today, like we had a big plan, but we just got there halfway and just did about three quarters of the workout, pretty much. Don't <laughs> <laughs> run, but uh, yeah, trying to stay fit was like I guess pretty much um, a week since we trained properly, nearly, and then. I had staff a two, staff inspection that was pretty nasty for two weeks before, and oh. I literally I did one session week, and then this happened. So I'm way out of shape. Oh man, that's a bummer. Mikey, you got any questions for them about Ireland? I know you got something. <laughs> no, um, I just hope everyone stays safe there. All right. So what's what what is the uh, is Ireland have have basically all uh, you said ECJJ is closed down, but have all the gyms shut down? Is it like? Uh, yeah. Uh, this is so all of them now, yeah. I think. It's a bit weird, and then they stop. Yeah, all the, all the gyms are closed now. Um, I think everyone's just kind of following each other and just sensible, I guess. Obviously, when when the uh, the leader, the prime minister of Ireland, or the chief of called over here, is announcing and saying like groups under hundred are okay, um, but then he's also saying social distancing isn't uh, has to be like a meter or two apart, so. The jiu-jitsu community has to kind of just take that as obviously jiu-jitsu isn't allowed. It's obviously so close quarters. But then some gyms are like, well, they didn't say jiu-jitsu. So, yeah, they don't know what jiu-jitsu is. It's like, like <laughs> obviously, the guys aren't going to say BJJ specifically isn't allowed, but like, you like just got to use common sense. But some gyms are trying to say, well, you didn't say jiu-jitsu, so we're going to train, but we're going to do three meters apart and we're going to deal with the same thing. I think that's Dan Netta. Cough? Tommy, Tommy, there's Tommy a uh... yeah. As you say, oh, Tommy's no. got the cough Tommy? going over here. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna have to hang up the phone. Roberto, hey Roberto, what's up? You just oh no, <laughs> nice. Roberto, you, you, how, how you doing over there, Roberto? Didn't expect you, didn't expect you to be on here. Yeah, we're actually at the gym right now. Yeah, Mikey, we're, taking uh, it easy on no, you up there. Training. No, we're just drilling. <laughs> yeah, today he, he decided not to beat me up. But, uh, yeah, we're just here at the academy trying to keep things normal. Uh, so far, we don't have any quarantine in Las Vegas, but we're just waiting for it, anything. Is your little brother still in the quarantine, Roberto? I saw that story on your Instagram about him getting out of school or something. <laughs> what happened yeah. there? That's a funny story. <laughs> so he was at school, right? And uh, and they're telling all the kids to be careful, that if you're feeling sick, let the teachers know that you you should go home. And Matias, my brother's like a troll, and he takes advantage of this. He hates school, and he's he starts uh, coughing very like subtle, and then he starts going really hard. And then they, my dad said that he picked them up, and he had two teachers pushing them away with masks on, saying, "Take your child. He's not welcome at the school anymore." Man, smart kid. I probably would have did the same thing. It was pretty. Yeah, it was oh, intense, man. but yeah, it, that's. He's but he's okay, right? Him. He's not actually. He's, he's not okay. Actually, yeah, he yeah, doesn't yeah. have anything, but he's, <laughs> he takes advantage of the situation. Um, the, uh, I don't know. In our hospital, we're trying to stay calm and uh, just stay mentally, you know, ready for anything. Because in the end, jujitsu brings us happiness. So as, as, if we can train some somewhat at home, or you know, the gym's close to us, so we can drive down the street and, and train. I think we'll be able to survive anything, but we still have to. Stay positive, I think. Have yeah. you considered moving in with the Musumeches if there's a serious quarantine? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Two black belt yeah, world champions sure. over the there. plan is we're going to base 
make base camp on the academy. Yeah, in the gym. We're just all going to live here with, like, beds and just <laughs> live here and train all day. Yep. So Pedagogue's actually ahead of the curve. Those right. guys living in the gym, they, they, they've months, been ready. months in here. <laughs> Everyone will get sick or whatever, and we'll just get through this, and we'll come out like uh, training normal. There's uh, I have enough pasta for a few months, so I'm good. You don't have it. You have, you have only 50, 50 boxes. You need two per day. That's that's 25 days worth of pasta. 25 days. How much sauce oh, do you have? That isn't really that much time. Yeah, I gotta get more. They're gonna run out fast. There's a there's a comment on YouTube. It's I, I only understand one word. It's like eight words. Looks like it's. Probably in Norwegian, and but it has crab ride in there, spelled in English. It's pretty funny. Somebody, somebody's trying to talk with you about crab rides in Norwegian in their tummy. Oh, really? I yeah, have yeah. To see this. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, who all here was uh, scheduled to compete at Pants? Just Mikey and Roberto. Roberto, Mikey, Mikey and Roberto. Yeah. How do you guys Pretty feel sad. when you heard the news that it was canceled? You guys were in the middle of your camp and everything. How did that? We were sitting so hard. Yeah. It really bummed me out. Uh, it sucks, man. We were both we going to do heavy together, and we were going to do open weight together. So it was, like, so exciting this time. You know, we were training so hard, and then when we heard the news, it just sucked, you know. Well, Mikey, I think it's canceled every until May. Yeah, it looks like through April at least. Mikey, you you at least weren't cutting weight because you were doing heavy weight. Uh, Roberto, you don't cut weight either. So neither of you guys even no. – like, when I talked no, to we Levi, he – yeah, when yeah. I talked to Levi, he was like, ah, you know, it sucks, but at least I got to eat afterwards. That helped me out a little bit. But you guys weren't even cutting, so you didn't even have that part. Uh, who all you, Who all was scheduled to compete on BJ Stars? Tommy, Fionn, right? Is that still – is that any news on that? I got told it's not on. Well, you can reschedule, but okay. I don't know for sure. Yeah, it's a reschedule. Yeah, I yeah. didn't quite read it that well, but I think it goes to postpone. I guess it'd be off anyway, to be honest. Yeah. All right. Fion, so we know uh, <coughs> you guys are working, swing some kettlebells around. You got Mads coming. What else do you guys do around the house out there to uh, pass the time? How often are you leaving, first off? Are you guys, like, going out grocery shopping, or are you just, like, in the house? Yeah, I've done a lot of grocery shopping, and um, basically eating a lot. Because, <laughs> like, my appetite is really high, even though I'm not training as much. <laughs> I'm coming in as a heavyweight for next tournament. Whenever that is. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's straight. My appetite is not going down, so that's not good. PlayStation 2. Just spend all my money on PlayStation games. Oh, you think you have Oh, yeah, MMA coming after this. So. Oh, nice. Very nice. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm definitely yeah, playing a lot more video games than, than usual. What video games you guys playing? Yeah. UFC. UFC. All right. I, I never Dragon played Ball that Z. One. UFC. Dragon Ball Z's got a video game? Have you not heard of Jump Force? It's One Piece, Dragon Ball Z, and Naruto. Okay, okay. Uh, it's all in the same game? I like it. All right, yeah, so, yeah. so Fionn and Marcus, when you guys play each other in UFC, <laughs> what, what fighters are you guys? We're getting down to the real real questions now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going <laughs> deep. <laughs> you went with uh, Anthony Johnson yesterday. Anthony Johnson. <laughs> Anthony Johnson. <laughs> I surprised. Yeah, nope. I started, I started to just to just go. It's too easy, so I started to just go. I'm just gonna do jobs, and then no blocks, and then yeah. In a real fight, though, like <laughs> I was thinking McGregor for sure. Uh, um, yeah, you guys, you guys, you guys, you guys are McGregor yeah. fans, really? <laughs> Man, that's shocking to me. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll go McGregor definitely. <laughs> Tommy, uh, Tommy, what video games are you playing over there? I saw your roommates are playing games. What are they playing over there? 
Uh, right now we're playing everything, uh, mostly like uh, Hero of the Storms, and uh, yeah, we're jumping around a little bit. Hero of the Storms? <laughs> What's that? I've never heard of Hero Heroes of the Storms. Of the, uh, it's a Blizzard game. It's okay. like a MOBA. Like you haven't heard of uh, League of Legends? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Keenan was just on here talking about yeah. that the other day. Yeah, this is uh, this is Blizzard's version of it. So like it got all the Blizzard characters and shit. Okay, okay. It's pretty good. It's the same. It's the same type, same setup, but uh, still, it's kind of different. Are you battling any other jujitsu folks that people might know out there? Do you guys have like a clan or like a little group that? Ah uh, no, we just uh, <laughs> we're just the quarantine team. So we just Got like it. playing, every, playing everybody. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. So yeah, like so Mikey and the guys, if you everybody that's in quarantine, let's group up and battle each other. <laughs> what is the game? I might download this thing and play like with a you. Hotel with roots and just train all day. We should all just like rent a hotel, come together. And just like disappear Super. for months and just train all day. Meeting ground at a secret <laughs> island out in the Pacific. Yeah, we need a jujitsu video. Corona, Corona camp 2020. Corona camp. <laughs> corona camp. <laughs> yeah, it's too late for the Corona camp. Spread the, lo- spread the Corona. Fifi, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I have a question. Does the dairy milk in, um, like the chocolate, the dairy milk, is it better in Ireland than England? Everyone in Ireland was saying that. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'm also not from England. <laughs> yeah, that's what everyone said. Everyone was telling me that from Ireland that it's way better in Ireland than England the dairy milk. <laughs> really? Everything's better in Ireland than England. They have the same brand, but they have one that manufactures it in Ireland and one that manufactures it in England. So they're very like um, they the Irish people say that theirs is way better than the England. <laughs> huh? Yeah, the copy. I, I never heard that before. But Tommy, how's the fucking door? We got the best. We hired the best. We got the best. Norway's got the best milk. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Norway's got the, got best, the best milk. milk the best no, chocolate. no, dairy, no. Uh, Tom, dairy milk is a chocolate brand in uh, the UK. Oh, it isn't like ah, milk. It's oh, a, a I thought we were talking bar. really milk here. All right, yeah. Yeah. I no. <laughs> the brand is called dairy milk. Yeah, no. dairy it's milk like their famous like chocolate in the UK. Alright, yeah, I thought we were really talking no, about whether England or like Ireland have better milk. He's making fun of how I'm sitting because I'm in this spot. Uh, I've been trying that squat for, uh, for a long time now. The Musumeshi squat, can you do it, Tommy? It helps your delicata, yeah. makes you no, more flexible. My hips don't bend, my hips don't bend that way. Like, that's what, no, fuck no. Like, that's why I'm trying, like, uh, that's one of the main causes of my hip, right there, because I'm not, fle- I'm not flexible inwards with my knees. And it just creates like, uh, how can I say, inflammation. I can't oh, say really? So that's why I'm constantly yeah. stretching on that. No. All of you guys uh, had oh, pretty no. incredible years last year in 2019. You know, we're taking a bit of a pause now from the current season, but uh, what were some of your favorite moments? I mean, like, let's uh, maybe bring a little bit of sunshine to a very dark conversation about being in quarantine, you know. Um, what what is something that you feel really good about doing last year? Let's just go around the table. You know, Mikey, we'll start up there with you, um, and Roberto too. You can jump in there as well. What was something that you really enjoyed about last year's season that uh, you're still thinking about? Oh, you go first. <laughs> I go first. Okay. Um, something last year that was exciting to me was um, was uh, making Rooster Eight and uh, winning Worlds. You know. Um, I, I that was some that was like the craziest cut I ever did in my life, um, the and I was able to overcome that mentally, you know, and then uh, fight the next day and win world. So 
that was probably one of the biggest things from last year for me, you know. Um, you talk about your yeah. cut. Hey, didn't you? Oh. What happened at Pans with your cut? Because you said that was a tough cut at Pans last year. You yeah, didn't. So, so what happened was at Pans, um, I was cutting weight and I got very sick at the end, and I was about two point two pounds off, so like one kilo off, you know. And I had like very little left to lose, but I was feeling so sick and under the weather, I didn't continue, you know. And then, um, uh, world, you had to shave world, your head, right? Yeah, so funny story was what happened was at Worlds, um, I got very sick before Worlds from overtraining. So I couldn't train for a week. So I was watching, I, I binge watched Game of Thrones for like uh, four or five days and I just ate like crap. So my weight went all the way up to like 160 without training at all. And I was very, 160 very pounds, Mikey Musumeci? Damn, that's a sight. That's a sight. That was three weeks before. That was three weeks before Worlds when I made 124. Wow. So uh, I lost about 36 pounds in three weeks. When did you shave your head for Worlds? Did you shave it at the pyramid? So that's the funny story. What happened at Worlds was um, I came in and I was 0.4 underweight, 0.4 pounds. Sorry, guys, I do kilos. Uh, I don't know that on the top of my head, but um, I was – 0.4 0.4 under, so 0.4 of a pound under with the gi I had. But um, Bruno Malfestini complained about my gi after I was getting checked. He complained that it was too thin. So they, I guess, were Is very so they were very. Pissy. I don't know. Bruno decided that my gi was too thin, so he <laughs> complained, and then they made me change my gi. So then I was scrambling to find a new gi. And um, I ended up with this girl gi top that was like an uh, F2 or something. It was a pink gi. Uh, I ended up with someone else's pants. And um, I went to check my weight again, and I was 0.4 over now. But, guys, I was at the point where, like, I couldn't hear. My ears were clogged. I could barely see. Like, I was, like, really, really messed up at this point. Um, So then uh, we're like, what do we do? Uh, Some people are like, go run go do this. And I'm like, what? I'm going to go run right now. Um, so then my friend was like, no, we're going to cut your hair. So then uh, we go in the corner, we cut my hair and we go back to the scale. This is the story that people don't realize. I was still 0.4 over after cutting my hair. It didn't change my weight at all. What <laughs> happened was what made me get lighter was this. For some reason, my mom was there with me. I don't remember why, but she was standing next to me at the scale. She said, no, you're doing it wrong. I said, what? She said, you're standing, you're leaning, like posture up. Like you're standing wrong on the scale. So then I posture up and my weight goes to exactly 127.0, 57 kilos. I think it is. So then I was exactly on weight. I was just leaning. So I don't even know if cutting my hair made me lose weight or not. (laughs) But my mom saved the day. There you go. Mom Vet- always coming in clutch. Veteran move by Bruno Malpasini <laughs> calling you out in the gi and making you change into a girl's gi. What 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 girl did you what girl did uh what girl's gi did you borrow? So uh Michael, you know Alessandro's wife? Yeah, uh Jessica. I use it. Yeah. From Nitoroi, yeah. I used her gi to weigh in. I yeah. Hilarious. Uh did you end up, and then, uh, up yeah, so then I I got through that fight. Um 
and uh, that was the craziest thing ever, like showing myself how much pain I could endure. Wait, and so you, you didn't you, know? you didn't even fight Bruno on the first day? You would have fought him the next day. No. So he just saw I you wait in. You, he just saw you wait but in. It wasn't was, even before you fought. He just saw you wait in and was like, "No, he's got to change his gi." Yeah, he was complaining about my gi the whole time. Oh wow! You know, it was it was a messed up situation. Um, <laughs> we're we're cool now, though. Everyone's cool now, but um, I thought it was kind of messed up. <laughs> yeah, uh, I didn't even know that it was there was a rule against uh, a gi being too thin. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, like um, me neither. I, I I was like so excited. I was point four under. You know, I worked so hard to make the weight. Like um, I worked so hard to make that weight, guys. And then, um, then they said I was too. And then they said my gi was too thin. So this of was course. a hell. Of, <laughs> this was a hell of a weight cut. If that was your top accomplishment of of 2019, was making weight. This was yeah, a hell of a battle then, for you. Yeah, that was I because I wanted to really show myself that I could do it. You know, I really wanted to get it done. That was the biggest fight for me in 2019. What were you and Bruno saying to each other out there when, like, the handshake thing? I saw you guys talking. What were you guys saying? To, were you guys exchanging words with each other, or what were you? What What, what do you say? To yeah. Me? So, um, so I'm really cool. I'm cool with Bruno now. You know, um, he just was emotional after the match. You know, uh, he's a legend. He's won Blackfoot Worlds freaking ten times. You know, uh, he's he. I looked up to him since I was a little kid. He's an idol to me. Um, so we were both very emotional. You know, it was very very hard for me to compete with him. Uh, everyone knows the story, right? Like, um, he, he told me last year he retired, uh, 2018 when I won light feather, he won rooster. He told me he retired. So then he told me, okay, you could do rooster now because I was doing light feather out of respect for him because he taught me when I was a kid, like I used to do private lessons with him. Like I didn't live in his gym. Like it was like four hours from my house, but, um, I used to visit him a lot and do private lessons and he would kill me and I would learn so much. So he was like a big idol to me. So I'd fight uh, Roost. I'd fight Light Feather out of respect for him, and then at the end, he came uh, when he won and retired. He said to me, "Okay, Mikey, I'm retired. You could do Rooster now. Like I'm done." When he won his 10th title, when he retired in 2018. But then what happened was um, I signed up for Rooster, and then he signed up last second. So then it was like he signed up to fight me, you know. So um, so then that's why everything went down how it went down. Ah, okay. How about you, Roberto? So what? then he would... oh. Go ahead. Go. Keep going. Keep going, Mikey. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut oh, you off. I'm sorry. You um, and then um, it was just a complicated situation. Like, we talked after. Like, we're all cool now. It was just... Worlds is worlds, you know? People get crazy during that time, you know? Um, but it, he gave me the opportunity to compete with a legend, you know? And I always... like So that was an insane experience for me, and I grew so much from that, you know? And he grew so much of that as well. Like, we both grew so much, so... It was a good experience for us both after that, you know. Who who would you say uh, has been your the competitor that pushed you the most out of all these? You've competed against some legends so far already in your short black belt career. Who would it be? Bruno? Would it be one of the meows? Like who who would be like your your biggest test so far at black belt? You think? Uh, well, my biggest test was fighting safe in open weight <laughs> by oh. far. Yeah, I forgot you fight I, Muhammad I really Ali. Could die yeah. In that fight. yeah. Um, <laughs> But everyone, like, I don't really care. Like, I don't, like, I always say this to everyone. Like, the opponent really hasn't pushed me. It's, like, myself, like, getting myself to the next level, you know. I know how every, how good everyone is, and I know how, how hard I have to train to keep improving. I can never stop improving. Or someone is going to improve more than me and beat me, you know. it's it, it can happen anytime. So you always have to stay humble, stay focused, you know. 
people call themselves the king and this and that, I think that's stupid because the second you think you're the king, someone's going to beat you. So we're all just grinding every day and um, and trying to stay above ground. <laughs> you're not going to start calling yourself the king anytime soon? Oh, my God, no. It's going to be a good cool no. <laughs> for you. Uh, all right. That's so Fe- cringe. That's so cringe. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we need to come up with a badass nickname for you, Mikey. What well, I don't know, like the executioner or something. What do you What do you want? The assassin. Uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Theon, I'd like to talk with you a little bit about uh, oh, something really big for you. I'm sure last year was when you uh, finally beat Bia at ADCC. I mean, that was just a crazy moment. Yeah. I mean, you had had a lot of trouble with her a little bit. You want to maybe talk about how you felt going into that match yeah. and how you how you felt after and all that. Oh yeah, I was shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I was scared because I fought a, I fought a ADCC two years ago as a brown belt, and she's my third one. It's brutal. Like I got armbar close guard straight away, pretty much, and I was in armbar for ages as well. Lucky not like it's just like straight down. I just kind of laid on my face, just crying like. Ooh. <laughs> um, and then yeah, like. I fought her again at World Pro this uh, last year, and I got ahead by two. Like I swept her, and then I was in the close guard, and I kept on stand up like in a stupid way. And then she swept me, and she's up ten two. Then like she got mount and the back, and then I like slipped back to close, and so she was like ahead by loads of points. There's like a minute left, and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> and uh, yeah, in the eighty, I got to fight her again, and yeah, it went well. <laughs> Yeah, it went, it went amazing. So, yeah. um, what kind of little lessons did you take from those early losses? I mean, it, it, you, they were very close competitive matches, but, uh, you know, B is a legend. You know, how did you – what did you take home from those, like, knowing that you could one day get the win? You know, what, what? how do you look at those critically, I guess, is what I'm asking. I think, like, even the first time I fought her when I was uh, at ADCC two years ago, like, when I felt her, I was like, she just feels like a normal person. Like, obviously, she's amazing. But, like, I was, I was just shocked that – she felt like anyone else to roll with, you know, like if that makes sense. Um, and then at World Pro, like I got a little bit closer where I actually managed to score, <laughs> which was like, oh my God. <laughs> um, so that was obviously like, that showed that I, I could do something, even if it was like a, a scrape by kind of win. Obviously, I don't want to win that way, but I don't know. Like the more I rolled with her, the more I kind of got used to her and that intensity. And obviously, she's amazing. So it's so intimidating to fight her. Like she doesn't just beat people, but she, really roast them <laughs> yeah, so it's absolutely. like it's getting to fight her and you're gonna like maybe she'll win by an advantage or whatever it's like she will kill you and it's going to be humiliating so um yeah so that's obviously super intimidating but yeah like then i fought her the last time and and i was more patient and i i didn't like beat myself up mentally i think a lot of the times i kind of just would just i don't know like just tell myself no you're not good enough to win like mid-match and stuff like that or go into the match thinking like Hopefully, you know, I don't get beaten up too bad. And like, that's just not the right attitude at all. Whereas this time I went in and I, I really felt like I could win. Um, like, I knew I could. Oh, I got really red. <laughs> like, I'm red. Oh, my God. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, you did a lot more, though, than just, just beat Bia. You captured three major titles. I think the, the yeah. first European athlete to win Brazilian Nationals at Black Belt. Is that correct? I believe so. Uh, uh, something about Bia, yeah. though, that I think is interesting is. It's it's different for the ladies. Like you had to start fighting her when you were a brown belt. Like that's yeah. that's that's pretty crazy. Yeah. That, like that, that doesn't happen with the men. Like Mikey didn't have to go out and fight Bruno when he was a brown belt. So it's like you're going up against a multiple time world champ. And like you said, she's 
she just stomps people. She kicks. She she goes out there. She doesn't just beat you by an advantage when she beats people. Uh, what did you think when you got to the arm lock? What was going through your head? ADCC uh, is obviously a big stage. Like, there's a lot of pressure. Like, were you just like, I got to finish this thing? Like, uh, were you surprised? How? What went through your head? It was cool. Like, uh, in the moment, it's kind of like when you're rolling, you're just going movement by movement. And it was like, I, I like that position. Not exactly that sequence, but I like that position in general. So it was kind of just like, okay, now I change the angle. And it was very, like, step by step and kind of logical in the moment. But then afterwards, I, like, lost my mind. <laughs> like, when it actually sunk in, that like, oh, she actually tapped and it actually worked. <laughs> but in the moment, it's kind of just like, I think that's what was like the key to actually being able to beat her was just staying calm in the moment and not thinking about it emotionally and just going step by step and okay like she's done this and I just react and not um linking anything to it like that she's like the best female or anything like that just kind of separating that and um just just doing jiu-jitsu and and seeing who's better on the day so yeah Marcus I don't remember were you in Anaheim for that or no yeah, yeah, I was yeah. In the what, what, what did you do when she? What, what did you think when she locked down the arm lock? Were you going uh, wild in there? Yeah, you're out there in the crowd. Yeah, I snuck into the VIP in the front into the front area. I got a band <laughs> off a friend, um, so I was down there sitting with uh, some of the guys from the UK that that sponsored both of us. Um, so I was sitting with them, and then I just lost my mind. I just ran up. To the bar, scream my head off. That was it, pretty much. Yeah. And then, uh, Fion, obviously, you had uh, some ups and downs, like we talked about with these big wins, but sort of a, a bump in the road for you last year was Bianca Basilio and her leg attacks. What do you, are, yeah. what do you, have you been game planning to get ready for those for whenever Jiu Jitsu starts back up? I mean, that's going to be obviously a hurdle you have to get past. Yeah, like, that's also disappointing about BJJ Spaz was I was really looking forward to getting to fight her again. Um, and, like, yeah, we've been working on getting past the leg attacks. But, I mean, I guess the only benefit now is I've got more time to not be so terrible at those. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, you know, the same thing. So you to How strong is her practice. ankle lock? Because I see I see her hurt girls with that ankle lock all the time, that straight ankle lock. Is that thing just brutal or what? I was like, I don't have to ankle lock. So I was like, I don't have to ankle lock. That's not, it doesn't work. <laughs> no, like, not like it doesn't work, but, like, it'd only be the giant guys in the gym who, like, put them on and I was like oh like I've got bendy feet and then here's a different I swear like I'm not just saying it and um just like the the rotation she's got on it it's so good it's kind of like it feels like a dog's ripping your foot off I don't know <laughs> but um yeah, yeah it's, so I, I really underestimated them before and then and then I learned hard way like because it went into my knee I, like it was my MCL that ended up tearing on the on the toehold um uh, so like yeah, like my my foot was obviously it hurt like hell, but then it was into my knee. Then afterwards, so that was like the most painful bit. Uh, are you fully yeah. uh, recovered from that? Then uh, you were able to to come back from that, all right? Yeah, I mean my knees hurt in general there, but like I think that's just <laughs> I think that's just jujitsu. And then at, at Europeans when Jessica like jumped guard, like they like buckled back kind of, mm. like both of them kind of buckled. Oh, and uh, Jessica Flowers. And hit, you know, yeah, oh. now they just kind of hurt because they like my knees buckled. So now when I kneel down, that hurts. Oh wow, Tommy, hey, I'm a big fan of you, by the way. Yeah, you're awesome. Oh, thank you. I'm a big fan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very. <laughs> Tommy, how's it going out there? Sorry. Hey, Tommy. 
we might we may have lost him. Oh, we just <laughs> lost him. Oh, oh he's back. Hey, you hear me? It's breaking up all the time, so I can't hear anything. Oh, can you, okay, can you hear it now? I'm what you trying to fix it. You changed to your computer from your phone or something? What? Did you change? Yeah, yeah I'll be back in two minutes. I'll be all back right. in two what? minutes. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> It'll be better. Right. Mikey, so you're a big fan of Fiat. Yes, huge fan. Her right. performance at Europeans was incredible. Let's let me see. let me let me hear your opinion, Mike. Because Mikey's a big jujitsu nerd. Mikey follows like everybody's stuff. Mike, what did you what did you uh, think of Fiona's performance at Euros this year, Mikey? I mean, uh, both of us were fighting against all the bigger people, right? And um, yeah. she literally is like in one of the smallest divisions, and she won double gold. Like it's so incredible, like so amazing. <laughs> you had a lot bigger opponents to fight. To be fair. So. <laughs> All right, you so, were the Lady David against Goliath. Yes. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I, I'm going to kick this around while we wait on Tommy to get back. Let's let's go to another question for all four of you. When things start up, we don't know when. When things inevitably get get going again, uh, what would be a match that you guys would like to have if you could set up Good a question. super fight? Who would be the next person you would want to fight if you could set up like a June <laughs> super fight or something? Roberto, let's go with you first. Who do you want? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, man, honestly, I don't care. This whole, to be real, I was thinking about it this morning, like this whole Corona thing kind of, I feel awake, you know, like right now I want to go buy a garden. I, I want to be ready just to like, uh, not be afraid of anything, you know? So I don't really care. Anyone, anyone who's good, let's fight. <laughs> I want to fight everybody eventually. So, uh, imagine thinking of it like, um, like Goku and Dragon Ball Z. He doesn't care. He wants to protect Earth, and he wants to fight the best. And if he has to fight the best and gets beat up one time, then he comes back stronger and fights the best again and tries to beat them up. And like the same thing with uh, with my mindset. I think I, if I can beat the best, then let's do it. And if, I, if I'm not ready, then I only find out if I can fight them. So you know, whatever. I, I'm cool with whoever comes in. Let's just do it. Right now, since this like whole Corona thing started, I feel mentally strong i just uh i hope we can get tournaments back in and running that's my my main wish right now all right so i'm going to give you a scenario you're goku and leandro low is attacking planet earth <laughs> do you want to fight leandro low would that be a match you want to have that'd be a good one that's the one. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah i mean that's Tell I, me think, where. I that's think it. you and i think leandro or pergisa would be we already fought keenan you already fought felipe andrew i think leandro or pergisa would be ones around your weight class i'd really like to see that'd be amazing i'm would you, down yeah uh how, do, how does it work with you because you're alliance but you don't close out with other alliance people right usually or how's it or uh, is it just like lepre guys or how does it work like would you fight marigali if if that came up would you guys because i don't think he I closes think out I'm with alliance people I'm, I'm on the same boat as like uh the mindset of Mikey, like if, if it's my friend, somebody that I've known throughout my life who sticks out that I've trained with and, you know, I've had a connection with, uh, then I'm for sure going to talk to them and be like, hey, you want to close this out? That's a real teammate. It's someone you actually train with. You know, it doesn't really have to do with your affiliation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, all right, Mikey, you're up next. Dream match for you uh, when things start back up. Besides Herbert uh, Santos. For me, <laughs> besides Herbert Santos, besides the whole, uh for me, um, I never uh, will call out an opponent or anything, you know. 
um, I I really would just love the opportunity to fight everyone. You know, uh, I I feel like the better the people are, the better my jiu-jitsu will become because I'll get to face all these different obstacles. You know, so it would be an honor to compete with anyone. Um, for sure, I have aspirations of going up weight divisions and slowly moving my weight up. You know, I I won worlds in rooster weight, which is the lightest division and light feather. So I can essentially keep going up weight classes. Uh, maybe one day even get to ultra heavy. <laughs> just keep going up divisions. I can fight in every division possible. I, I have that opportunity. So uh, it's just all fun for me. You know, um, I, the title doesn't really matter to me anymore. It's just facing adversary. And I love the feeling in my mind of feeling like I don't know if I could beat someone. I love feeling doubt. I love having to overcome that. If I know I could beat someone, it's not fun for me to fight anymore uh, because there's no adversary, you know. That's not what jiu-jitsu is about. It's about pushing yourself, and, and um, I love that feeling, and that's what I'm searching every time I fight now. All right, uh, Roberto, I got a uh, Dragon Ball Z-related uh, question in the in the comments here for you. Uh, people want to know yeah. what character Keenan Cornelius would be. Somebody just asked. Is that, is it, what, what character would he be in Dragon Ball Z? I don't know any of the characters. He'd be... Give me one sec. Uh, Gohan absorbed Majin Buu. Okay. There's your answer. <laughs> <laughs> Just because Gohan is like smart, you know, and, and like uh, the way that Keenan talks sometimes makes me feel uh, not so smart. But uh, uh, I don't know. He just looks like, you know, Majin Buu is like everywhere. And Gohan... Maybe Gohan Majin Buu is my opinion. All right, Gohan Majin Buu. Uh, <laughs> Mikey, uh, obviously you're you're really into fighting the big guys. I think around your weight class, a match that I'd like to really see just to see you test your jiu-jitsu is Paulo. That's the one we haven't seen. Oh, for sure. Uh, Paulo is a legend. Um, I looked up to him so much when I was uh, juvenile blue belt coming up. Um, I, I always tell my friends this, that like the two people I love watching, the three people I love watching the most when I was like a juvenile blue belt, were the Meows and Marcio Andre because they had like such a sick rivalry back in the day. Yeah. You know? yeah. So, um, so it would be an honor to compete with him. Um, like I said, anyone, you know, um, I, I just want the opportunity to fight the best people and to keep learning. And for them to, um, I see it as them just exposing flaws in my jiu-jitsu, you know. So if I could fight like the most intelligent jiu-jitsu people that could keep making me make mistakes and expose flaws, my jiu-jitsu is essentially going to get better, right? Mm. And that's the end goal for us to have perfect jiu-jitsu. A medal, this and that, I don't really care about. I just want to keep making my jiu-jitsu better. So, Ricks and Grace and Mike. Yes. <laughs> Tommy, we're talking um, dream matches for when the, the season returns, when competition comes back into normalcy. Is there anybody out there that you really want to match with? Anyone that, not, not need to call them out, but just who would you want to fight next if you could pick? Uh, Oak oh. and Keenan. Yeah. That'd be a fun fight. So you're looking up and wait I then too a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but it's not like if it's uh, like, uh, I don't know, like, sure, a fight is a fight, you know, and uh, me and uh, he beat me once and I want to beat him up, so I want to fight him. Uh, of course, I'm looking for a fight with Keenan, but like that doesn't look like it's going to happen. And uh, Marigali would be fun to fight. Ooh, no, because be like, I've tried, I've tried. I tried to get the fight with Keenan, but like, he never ever Tommy's going to bowl the world. <laughs> bowl the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> bowl the <bowl> nomination. 
Mikey Power. You know all about it, Mikey. So you want to fight Mar- <laughs> Marigali? That's a that's a crazy one to go after. Marigali is like uh, he's pretty vicious, man. You think uh, you think you would match up well with him? Fuck yeah. Of course I'm going to match up well against him. Like He's never going to pass my guard. He's never going to like – he might get a sweep or two, but it's a super fight. I'll submit him for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? He, uh, Who cares? He plays, a, he plays a collar sleeve uh, game just like you. I mean it's a little bit different, I think, the way you guys attack. But uh, what do you think? I mean just being a uh, – you and Mikey are both collar sleeve guys. What do you think about Nicholas's right. collar sleeve guard? Cars, his car is I've taken a lot, of, a lot of inspiration of it, but like, yeah. uh, I don't mind. Like, if it's a super fight against Marigali, like, I'm not going to be playing points against him. That's fucking stupid. So just go for the kill and do what you got to do. You know, there's no point. Yeah, that actually that sounds yeah. like a really cool match because, but like you said, like both you guys are going to be awesome, both you guys are going to be disappointed yeah. if you don't get the submission. Like that match is going to be two guys going yeah. for the kill the entire time. Yeah. That's so like stylistically, I think it's going to make it. Yeah, that's, that's that. pure excitement. Yeah. yeah. All right, we got to make that one. <laughs> Tommy versus America. Yeah, push like it. I like that. All right. That would be fun. That, I think it would be a good fight. I think I, it would be like style against style. I think it's per- perfect. He fights loose. I fight. I like this chaos. Perfect. You uh, Mike, you know what's funny? When I started watching heavyweights, because uh, I only watched the little divisions. But when I started watching heavyweights, how I how I slowly adapted to watching heavyweights, I'd watch Tommy fight all the heavyweight people because he fights like a little guy. <laughs> and then it like slowly adapted me to watching the heavyweights. That's awesome. Fuck That's yeah! Cool. <laughs> you remember, uh, did you see the one when I fought uh, Utavi Nalati, the big guy? I didn't see your fight with Nalati. What? Wait. You fought Nalati? I fought Nalati in Pan Am's 2018. I played Keymaster Guard on him. I did like an overhead trying to sweep him. Take uh, I won by an advantage. I did, did like a standing cross choke and shit. <laughs> huh? Did you get his leg off the floor? Yeah, I went up to a single leg, but it went out of bounds, and I fell out. I oh key mastered him. I was <laughs> staying here. I went under, ducked under. I took him up. Uh, I switched the side to the uh, to the X. I kicked him off, and I was but he was too heavy, so I was like uh, with my back bent. So when we went out, I lost it, and he uh, he escaped from it. That was I'm all definitely right. watching this after this is over. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta go. Check yeah, it. I, I know how you felt. What the bear that one tonight? I know how you point. felt, Mikey. I just got like PTSD oh when God. I saw you fighting Safe. That's Safe, man. So all painful. Right. All right, we got one more per- one more person, uh, Marcus. Your your first year at black belt sort of got cut short by this. So I mean, there's I I know how it is when you first get the black belt. There's a lot of people that you're like, oh man, it'd be cool to fight this big name or whatever, right? Is there any any names like at Pans that you were looking forward to? Like, oh man, it'd be cool to test my jujitsu against them because lightweight's pretty crazy. There's a lot of a lot of tough lightweights out there. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I wasn't gonna go to Pans, but I was trying to get points for where else. So I had a few IBJJF opens lined up. I think I need twenty more points. So, um, yeah, I mean. They're light, like I said, lightweight stacked. Like there's so many big names that are really cool to fight. Um, Europeans have fought Luan Carvalho, which is a cool one. He's like a name I knew when I was in blue purple belt. Yeah, very you know, underrated. Beat Who did he beat? Langi, I think. He, he beat Langi and Leopard before. before. He beat. He beat yeah, both. So that was that was cool. that was a cool one. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And I think um, maybe a little bit. Uh, I felt really good in the fight. I felt like I I did really good most of the fight. So. 
and uh, that gave me confidence but for me it's just trying to get some confidence and and uh have some belief when you go against these names is, is big so i'm trying to work on that um work a lot of my mental and, and get the confidence and, and the belief uh pretty much to, to fight these guys so um but yeah so many big names uh jesus hanato Tenuto, levi lebry like wow if you fought those guys would be the most fun ever so try qualify for the majors because that's where you're going to get them right Absolutely. Hey, we just got a comment from a, a good friend of ours, Joshua Halvasis from, from Grapple Club, actually. This is from Mikey. Um, if the Herbert match goes on at some point, which we, we believe it will, just not quite sure when, uh, yes, are you worried about Herbert going into rage mode or, or get, possibly getting injured by Herbert? Um, that was the question from Joshua there. Um, like I told Michael the other day, I see the fight jiu-jitsu for jiu-jitsu, you know? Um, Herbert is a black belt world champion, um, and um, he has he's accomplished many things. He's beaten many great guys, right? So um, I feel like uh, in the match, he won't punch me or anything. You know, it's a jiu-jitsu fight. You know, it's not a fight. It's just jiu-jitsu, jiu-jitsu. It's not a guarantee. Um, I, I could, yeah, I know. It's not a guarantee, but um, when I go to fight, I have to accept all outcomes. You know, if he, if he punches me, if he hurts me, you know, like um, that's what's exciting about fighting, uncertainty, right? Um, I could see myself getting hurt with him, like if I took his back and I'm standing and he like body slams me and like breaks my ribs. But um, MMA mindset. yeah, MMA mindset. You know, um, if he dies, he dies. Ivan Drago style. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, yes, so, uh, Mikey, I love that's it. That's my mindset. That's I never expected to hear a Rocky quote, but it makes perfect sense from Mikey. If, if he, he dies, he dies. If he dies, he <laughs> dies. Oh man, Mikey, Mikey, don't die on one of our shows. <laughs> <laughs> I'm prepared to die. <laughs> Man, Herbert would be the. He's already a villain. Imagine if he kills Mikey on our show. Oh Jeez. yeah, that would be. <laughs> All right, that'd be pretty. That'd be pretty epic, guys. <laughs> Mikey, you still I'll in just walk it off. Mikey, you still in Bolo Prison? Mikey, explain. I'm ex- definitely still in. Explain, explain oh. to Tommy and the rest of them what Bolo Prison is and why you're in there. Yeah, so uh, me and Tommy were talking about it Europeans after I fought Ali. Um, and I was like explaining to him how I'm like in Bolo prison until like I bolo someone like really legit after, you know, because I fought um, I fought Ali and I almost took the back like two times. I had really two good bolos, but um, I messed up both bolos and I lost the back. So um, so now I'm like a prisoner of bolos until I make it up and I do it good in another tournament, <laughs> you know. I'm good in Bolo prisoner. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, I have to um, I have to bowl someone really high level, and that should get me on parole to be out of bowl prison. (laughs) But I'll still be on parole, you know. These things take time. So if you (laughs) bowl somebody, you're gonna be on parole. No, no, not bowl somebody. I have to bowl someone legit, you know, because I bowl the next day a lot of matches, like a lot of times. But um, I have to like bowl like a really high level guy, like Herbert for sure. Get me out of bowl prison. Yeah. uh, Tommy is Herbert strong. Tommy, how strong is Urban? Yeah. <laughs> this off, off, a good, off the grid. He, uh, you'll be fine. Like he has a good posture. He has a good posture. Like he postures. He has hard, like a deadlift. And like, yeah, it's he just hard, has like a deadlift. It's hard to get like. It's hard to get grips on him, but like eventually, yeah. like he can't because your guard is you're uh, regaining the guard like with your feet from the side and in. So you'll be fine. Just keep your knees close, and like he's gonna try to like leg drag and toss you around. 
and just like make him blitz, but uh, he's going to get frustrated fast and then he's going to ease down into your guard. And then you can start doing your uh, catching the the ankle and uh, getting the collar. Grip. And the sleeves and everything. And that's okay. when you're going to start so doing it. So he like a strong deadlift. Because, he just feels like he has a strong deadlift. Yeah, he has a strong right. deadlift. He, he postures very, very tall because you, yeah, you know how he drops his hip when he's passing and shit. So that's mm-hmm. what you got to be uh, uh, like uh, using your guard and keep okay. your. Uh, keep. I don't have to say it to you, but like keep your. Keep your uh, knees close to your chest and like all the making stretch always, yeah, always, always. Yeah, <laughs> that's the hey, fuck yeah. And then he like, he's gonna get frustrated. Lot. He's gonna start slowing down, and that's when you can start making your game. So then you're gonna be fine. Awesome. Thank Fion, you, yeah. Fion, do you have any advice for Mikey <laughs> on how to beat Herbert? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, stay tight then. Yeah. <laughs> like, what I was thinking was I'm gonna start the match howling and I think I'll intimidate Herbert before with my howl and that should like get me the win. Like break him mentally before the match. Yeah. Alright, I'm gonna kick out around another question for everybody. I'm gonna say, okay. Sort of like you're you're starting a match against your biggest rival. What guard would you go with? What do you think is the best your favorite guard, the best guard to start with, Roberto. What would you What would you choose? What's the best guard in jujitsu, in your opinion? Man, right now the uh, De La Riva. My my favorite guard's always been De La Riva. I love eight seat De La Riva. You say Riva. De La Riva? De La Riva. Yeah. Right. yeah, I'm not Brazilian. So Brazilian. I'm not Brazilian. <laughs> what uh? What grip? What grip? What grips are you taking with your De La Riva? It depends. It always depends on like you know the person and how they react. You can't just like have one set of the Hiba for, for like that specific person. Everybody's gonna, even like the people you're expecting to have a certain way, they're gonna have different options too. So you have to just be open to, uh, just be open to move in the moment. You no, know, you can't be expecting anything. You have to be ready for everything. What about Mikey? Do you, I know? I know. I know you're gonna say De La Riva, uh, De La Riva, Mikey, aren't you? Um, I guess, but De La Riva with a butt grip. Any type of butt grip connected. <laughs> Tommy like, knows. Under- the pants. Every time we have a butt grip, life is amazing. That's bolo reference, though, guys. If you don't understand that reference, it's bolo. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Anytime you have a butt grip, life is amazing. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Fion brought up an interesting point. They outlawed that. They outlawed the butt grip in the in the AJP in the in the World Pro stuff. What do you think about That's that? Like the worst rule ever. <laughs> yeah. Do you have to use the belt? Is that the rule? Are you allowed to use the belt though? Yeah. Yeah, you can use the belt. You can't do the you can't do the the waistband. What you're calling the butt grip, you can't do that anymore. Can they can they start no. letting us like grab the pants and nogi if they're gonna start changing rules? No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Grab the pants. A butt grip and nogi. Yo, that'd be so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just do nogi all the time. All right, Fian. Fian, what's what's the best guard in jujitsu? What do you think? What would you go with? What's your favorite? Are we gonna get five De La Hivas here? No. Five, five. Tommy's oh, got the, the key master guard. Tommy's gonna say Tommy. Matrix. Yeah. Matrix guard. No. Matrix. No. Mark. Color sleeve. Color sleeve. Yeah, we got a lot of a lot of color sleeve players here. Color sleeve. Do you, Marcus? Do you like playing color sleeve with the with the left hand or the right hand, or do, do you do it both? Which which one? Which hand do you like to grip with? For the collar. Uh, left hand on the sleeve, right hand on the collar. 
Yeah, I do the yeah. same way. I think I think Mikey and Tommy oh, usually do opposite, but I, I like the right hand on the collar myself too. Uh, Tommy, Tommy, what are we going with here? Keymaster guard? What what what's what's the ultimate guard? Quarter guard, bro. <laughs> collar guard? No, no. Quarter guard. What do you say? Quarter guard. Quarter guard. Like an shield? Like an shield? Yeah, perfect. You can combine it with the collar and sleeve to the quarter guard. Beautiful. All right. What? What? Is, I don't know what quarter Everybody guard is. Right. Yeah, I don't think anyone. You know, like, uh, like quarter guard is. Uh, is it like knee shield, like a Z guard? So, so what I like to do is uh, I play the collar, uh, play the collar and sleeve. Either just open, open guard collar and sleeve, and then if the person goes in like to uh, to uh, a knee slide position, I go to the key master. And then from there, if I'm like, if he's breaking my grips, I'll underhook uh, like a half guard, but I'll I'll trap his shin like a half guard, you know. So it's quarter guard. So you don't have like his his uh, thigh. You're just controlling his um, his uh, shin. And from there, you can start knee twerking his knee. If he backsteps, you can also start uh, taking his back. You have uh, various uh, positionings from. Uh, you can start uh, sweeping, getting up in good positions. I've been using a lot. I've been using uh, quite much uh, since uh, since I injured my arm for the first time. Like I started doing it, and I love it. It's great. I'm, so, I've I've been afraid of using it in competition because like it's still kind of like st stressful. Like when you're playing quarter guard, like anytime you play half guard, you're afraid of your neck. So you kind of I get into it, I, and I start working, and then I get like stressed, and then I get out. It's in competition. But in the training, I've always used it. That's all. That's my go-to move, using the quarter guard and like. Uh, I actually learned uh, learned the quarter guard from uh, uh, Charles Negromonte. He's uh, he showed me when I fought him. Like he started showing me it, and uh, from there it just started developing it more and more and more. Man, I gotta look this up if it's the ultimate guard in your opinion. <laughs> You got a hell of a guard. Yeah, yeah. it's great. But there's a little bit like the regular quarter guard where, where you lock it is with a like a triangle lock. I think that's the wrong way of doing it. You need to be. I can. Uh, can uh, I'm not going to show you guys now. <laughs> you, have twist, you have to twist your. Eric, I can show you. Just, just wait. Give me a second. I'll show oh you guys. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get this right. out. demo. Yeah. I love it. We have enough people for everyone to do. Oh yeah. So okay. Okay. So the thing is, you guys gonna have like a live cam show right here. So say I'm playing the common sleeve from here. Oh, we just messing you up, yeah. Say I'm playing my collar and sleeve in here, and he leading with this leg, so this leg. Yeah. And now I can drop down like this, behind here. So if you fit to that, like this, I'm controlling the shin. At the same time, I'm going to be start either going under like this or going here. And now I can start twisting like this. You see? So now I'm controlling here. And look at my foot. I'm using this one to trap the uh, to trap the ankle here and I'm using this one to go under like this so now when I'm pulling his hip I'm going to be make, uh, putting his weight on my thigh so it's going to lock down his shin like this and now if he backsteps so if he backsteps I'll circle my foot like this 
So most of the times they keep the triangle here, but now he can start like attacking this shit. So instead, I'm gonna go under like this. Just about flip on the top, so yeah. I go under with my shin here, and I keep this one over here. Now you can lift up, take this one under here, and now I can lift up and redirect to take the back and take your hand. Now I got the back. Very nice. All right, anybody have questions about it? <laughs> <laughs> Professor Kim. All right, all on three. One, two. All right, that's pretty cool. Thanks, Tommy. That's, that's awesome. That's awesome. Mike, Mike, you got... right now, Roberto and me. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, you got any questions about oh, yeah. the guard? I recommend you guys doing that. That's great for calling a sleeve key master. It's a good good combination right there. Pretty nice. Hi. Yeah, that's, uh, that's classic Tommy. I've seen like uh, <laughs> yeah. Ivo plays a little similar like that in half guard, and he switched to bowls. He does some cool things there as well. That's someone that like I've seen Who, play Moraes? this style more. Gabriel Moraes. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a question yeah. for you guys. A, a lot of people are uh, are in similar situations. They're drilling with partners at home. They have limited mat space. You know, what's the the best way to maximize you know limited drilling area where you can maybe just work positional stuff like that? Um, what what are your favorite ways to drill when you have limited time or limited space? Limited time or limited space? Because I think everyone has unlimited time. I, I guess yeah. I guess home. time limit isn't isn't a, a problem these days. Yeah. Limited space. I just. Um, I guess like uh, just go on the mat and just drill until you until the day is done. So just yeah. as many hours as you can. <laughs> do you focus you on one one, one position, oh, or do you kind of drill a whole bunch of stuff? I mean, I mean, if someone, I mean... Um, we like to prioritize sometimes drills. You know, like um, we'll have like an idea of a position. You know, like uh, right now, like specifically, I'm working how to burn bullet people two forty. So I'm drilling with a lot of people like two forty. And I'm like having them put all their weight on my body, and I have to like uh, lift them up with them flat back, you know. So that's like a specific thing I've been working the last two weeks, you know. And um, I've been constantly just drilling this over and over and over, and I keep finding more details, and I just keep studying the position like that, you know. Awesome. You uh, you had some trouble getting the crab when you got the crab right on Ali. Do you think your drilling with big guys has has corrected that? Have you have you yes have you figured for out sure. The so um, I really hurt my neck before that match with Ali, so I feel like that affected my burn bowl a little bit, you know. But um, I, my problem was with smaller guys, sometimes I could get away with this climbing to the neck when you go for the back instead of keeping the hips. So I, I kind of neglected the hip control on Ali, and I went straight to his neck, which I couldn't keep control of his hips, so I lost the back, you know. So um, I, I've been really uh, more strict on like how I control the hips before getting to the back, you know. Even though you're right there and you're really close to the back, you're not there until you have full control of the hips, you know. So um, I've been correcting a lot of positional things like that, you know. Um, like I keep saying, the volume of the people's limbs in with the heavy guys is way different than the small guys, you know. So um, I've been fixing – I pretty much adjusted everything now, uh, how to play Delahiva on them, how to play – I'm playing a lot of uh, Matrix also, Tommy. I finally am able to get to the butt grip on the tall people. <laughs> I finally figured out how. Remember I told you I was having trouble getting to the butt grip? Like, I figured out how now. So, um, yeah, uh, everything's – my game's pretty much coming together. Uh, my guard retention is really good right now. Uh, I, I was so excited to fight. That's why I, – I, I feel like I finally have attacks for the big guys. I felt like I had good guard control, but my attacks were limited. Now we're, um, my whole guard is just attacking with the heavyweights also. So, I really want to uh, compete with the heavyweights now. 
What about if you get another guy like, obviously, we're thinking guys like Erberth or Ali who are going to stand up and try and pass you. Have you have yes. you thought about what to do if you get another Saif situation, if you get another huge guy who's just going to stay on his knees? Uh, I hate that so much. Um, pretty much, um, my problem was, like I told, um, like I said before, I was trying to fight these heavy guys. Like I was fighting someone like that was light feather, you know. So when, what happened with Saif was I got Delahiva at one point and I tried to overhead sweep him. I don't, that was like the dumbest idea in my life. I don't know why I thought I could like lift him and sweep him, but for some reason my mind was really like I'm gonna sw- I'm gonna flip him over my head. <laughs> so then I start trying to lift him with all my might, and then I move his knee a little bit, and I'm like, wow, I just moved his knee. <laughs> I just, his knee was bent, and it like went up a drop. I was like, wow, <laughs> that was a big deal. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I had the wrong idea in the match, like how to play. Um, uh, some people are saying I should play more, um, like someone on the knees, like that heavy. I should be playing more uh, cross uh, sleeve. So I'm, I've been playing with that a little bit, you know. Um, I want to try doing more matrix as well, like trying to lift someone's leg that heavy though is a little hard. Um, Tommy, do you feel it's hard to lift someone that's like 400 pounds their leg off the floor when they are, when they're on their knees for matrix? No, no, like it depends on how you set it up. Like as long as you get under the like. If you do just if you just do the matrix from the collar and sleeve, then it's easy because then it's just about uh, then it's just about getting the pan grip and going uh, getting around getting the hook around. But the lifting them, I'll use the keymaster guard. And mm-hmm. I always go on like so I dive That's under I That's and I redirect. Yeah, so I re- um, so I redirect. I get under them and I redirect them. So like I kind of I kind of twist them like a twisting motion like this. So I pull them towards me and as their momentum is going towards me, that's when I'm going to start. I'm doing like a switch like this. Mm-hmm. So you, you're changing the angle because there's no chance I'm going to lift the person that's 400 pounds over uh, up in the air. So it's better to just like lift them up and use the momentum to, to redirect and then start getting up. You have to change speeds. Yeah, you have to change speeds. I just feel like sometimes the problem is like um, with someone that heavy that they have a dead foot. You know what I mean? Like how the foot's live, it's easy to lift the knee. But sometimes when they have like a dead yeah. foot, it makes it a little more difficult, you know. So um, if I don't yeah. – so then if I'm exploding to lift the leg, uh, if they have a dead foot and I, I – it takes a lot of energy, you know. So, But I, I – there's some yeah. details there that I've been playing with, but – um like uh, altering their other hip instead of focusing on the front leg, pushing more control, the other mm-hmm. shoulder, you know, but um, mm-hmm. I was just curious, like your thought on like, if they have the dead foot and they're on both knees, it's sometimes a little hard. They're really, really strong, you know? Oh uh, yeah. Uh, I'll send you some stuff after I'll see. I- I'll show you. Yeah. I'm curious because I'm, I'm studying uh, these positions a lot. Like um, I feel like we could both like um, we both have some interesting ideas there. Mikey, do yeah, you I use the Keymaster? Sure. Uh, yeah, I use the Keymaster all the time. Uh, Matrix Keymaster, like I, I've, uh, I've added that a lot more to my guard since I've been fighting the heavier guys. Since Delahiva is a lot more um, timing oriented with the big guys, you can't just, I can't just play Delahiva like I did in in my division because of the length of their legs. It makes it difficult for me to keep the collars, and um, it's just their volume of their leg is so much more, you know. So. The only time I can play Delahiva is if I have perfect angles playing collar sleeve and I set up Delahiva correctly. You know, I can't just go to Delahiva and play from there. I have to play more like very strict with my positioning. It has to always be perfect. And Keymaster uh, enables you to um, play del- uh, attack at 
all times, even when they're deadlifting, even when they're doing so many things. So I love Keymaster now, and I'm doing a lot of matrix. Hey, I got an idea. Mike and Roberto, you guys are on mats anyways. Why don't we create this situation that Mikey was just asking about? Roberto will be the big guy, and Tommy will coach him through how how to correct the situation. What do you guys think? <laughs> sure. Let's do it. Mike, Mike, let's get, to, let's get to the dead foot position that you're talking about that you said that you had trouble with. Yeah, and Fion, feel free to chime in too. Yeah, Fion, yeah, Fion and Marcus, if you guys got anything, just jump in there. So, like, I'm here, and I'm going here, and the person has a really strong dead foot here, you know, so then it's hard to lift this leg up, and I'm on my shoulder here. I love this position. Is um, this Yeah, but you're too weak. Roberto's too weak, guys. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just talking crap. <laughs> I'm just talking crap. So, like, I know we can lift the knee up and go here to get the leg like, off the floor, you know. But I'm just saying if the guy's freaking 400 pounds, I feel like this is going to be difficult to take his knee off the floor. Yeah. Uh, what I, you I'm can do is that. you can – yeah. If you grab the, if you grab the uh, his heel and you start pulling that out, because that's where he's weak. Yeah, like here. And then here. Mm-hmm. I do this a yeah. lot, too. I was just curious if no, you have any not, other... Not, um, not here. Not here. But here. Oh, the ball of the foot. Okay, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Like but here. then you pull it. You pull it like... You pull it outwards like this. So try to do it, take him over. And then here. No, once we have the leg off, yes. we're good. Yeah. The problem is yeah. getting the leg off the floor. <laughs> you know? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that if, if you're going to get it off the floor, you have to drag it. What I've been doing a lot here is I've been going here. I've been putting my arm yeah. under the shin here. So I don't know if ah. you can see it up. My arm under the shin. So even if he stays heavy, I'm able to keep his foot off the floor. And now my whole arm yeah. is on top of the leg. Now he can't stay on the floor. Ah. I don't know if you ever do this, but this is really strong. But the ball of the foot is also oh, yeah. really strong. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> now I'm seeing it like McGregor. Don't be Dublin. Mikey, 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 let's see your matrix. I want to see, I want to see the Mikey Musumeci matrix. Except have Tommy grade oh this thing. Oh my god. Let's, let's hit a, a matrix from Kyler's sleeve on, on Roberto real quick. I don't know if we're in the screen completely. Yeah, you're good. You're good. Oh, you're good. Here. Hey. Here. <laughs> yeah. You need to. Mikey, you need to control the, the underhook. You need to grab the pants. And when you go, you need to switch your leg to the opposite side. I'll do it. Uh, I, want, I want Tommy here. So you go here. here. And now, the one, that's go, the one that goes through, right? And uh, the, the, the other leg. Uh, yeah. And now you uh, you do like a hipscape. Yes. And now you kick out and you and take now- the back. Release the pants. And then you take the pad. But you're gonna grab the same, the same side, the one that goes under here. I'm gonna grab like this. Not gonna grab the far side. I'm gonna grab this leg. You're gonna grab where? With this hand? I'm gonna show you. Fuck it. Okay. Eric. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna show me. Oh yeah, we're getting over here, yeah. This is awesome. This is just a community oh. just be like this during this time. We just we just drill like this with each other. Every like, podcast is going to be in pairs from now on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Poor Roberto just stuck over there. Yeah. <laughs> no, I go. Anyone talking about their quarantine sucks. They have to train yeah. all day. Yeah. <laughs> as long as I get lunch oh. breaks. Yeah, lunch breaks. It's a half up. 
this leg that goes here. You're gonna grab this one. And now, so yeah. So this leg, now, as I go around here, this leg is gonna go like this, on the opposite hip. To the back leg, yeah. Oh, to the inside. So say you're here, but this one needs to go here. So he can't follow you. And this uh, one is gonna drop, drop down here. Like this. You're gonna grab the pants. And now with this one, I'm still keeping this grip so I can lift up here. I can still lift uh, up with this while I have this one over. Grabbing here, controlling. And now I'm gonna be using this hand to be pushing out. And now, you see? So I go here. Out here, and I go back, and then you go to the end. Ah. You take the back. But you see, Tommy, how you switching to the middle butt grip? I think it's better you go double hips because they can't roll to like uh, get baby ball spot. I always go like when I'm mm -hmm. taking the back here, uh, just square up. Whenever we're here, I always see my hand both on the sides of the hip because you try to roll uh -huh. in direction. You can't roll ever if you control both on the sides. If you go in the middle. Then they can roll, and then you have to do all the uh, other side. Roll other side? Yeah. Ah, then you have okay. to do this stuff. But if you go double hips, they can't drop. So then you're able to keep it uh -huh. up. Now I can stretch yeah. and go to double collar. You know? Fuck yeah. Because that was my problem when I fought, when I fought Isaac. That's why that I would have double hips. Yeah, that's what happened with me when I fought Isaac in the final of the Europeans. I got, I did, I got the grip. And I try to pull, but and then he, he just exploded and did like a, a yeah, quick so turn, and then like the uh, he just ended up in my close guard. Just switch the double hips, and then they can't roll, so it's really easy. Like your finish will be so much stronger with double hips, you know. I, I'm gonna add yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> pushing the leg that you told me. That's really cool. Thank okay, you. you. This one is good because then you, because if you're here, it's hard to like if you don't have a grip, then you, it's hard to move and you kind of get stuck. You have to do this. Yeah. Because then when you do this, you can you'll be able to move, so and then you can go back again, and then you take it. Hell yeah! All right, thank Fion, you. you <laughs> thank you. Oh, at which point do you switch to double hips? Like, when when do you switch to do two grips? Oh, uh, once you get any type of backseat where the hips are up. So uh, I'll give you a detail of conversation. Oh, uh, no, she said when from when. So here, up here, I have the grip. I push him down. I push his leg down here. Uh, let's just change the angle. So, okay, like just change sides. Uh, go this way. This, this way, this way, this way, this way. So we're here, and we're here. We have the far leg. We push, yeah. and I'm controlling the leg. And the second we're here, my other hand's on the hip here. Always on this side, so then if I had to, if he fell, I could go bear and ball. The middle would be harder to go bear and ball, so I always like seeing this hip. So we're here, now I can switch to here. Once I have his butt here, you see how my forearms are blocking his butt from sitting on me if he's too heavy? And now I can stretch yeah. him really easy. So yeah, always seeing one hip, one leg. And then once you switch from the leg to the other hip, then you can take the back really easy. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> I'm double trying to do both legs, but I'm Double butt grip. Double, <laughs> the double butt grip. Double, powerful. double butt grip is OP, <laughs> man. They need bolo to ban language. that thing. You guys are learning bolo language between Tommy and us. Butt grips. <laughs> 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 all right well uh it looks like I, I got a meeting soon i think we got to start winding this down i'll uh that was awesome me oh, taking yeah. details from tommy yeah. yeah no that was great i want to go rewatch that later all right tommy what, do you, what what kind of grade do you give mikey's uh matrix what how much work does he need on this thing 
out of 10. I give him 10 out of 10 for it because he's he's uh, he's uh, building it up, you know. Like he's uh, oh, that's yeah, jiu-jitsu. You, you need per- you need personal details. That's what jiu-jitsu is. If you do a textbook, everybody else can do it. You need to do your own thing a little bit, you know. I'm going to get out of bullet prison soon. Unless there's another okay. tournament. If there's no tournament, I'm stuck in for life. If, if you get a, if you hit a matrix, <laughs> hey, if you hit a matrix, is it, is it a, a matrix on a big yes, guy? Does yes, that get you counts, out? Counts, that counts? counts. Would you, guys, you guys consider the matrix to be a part of the Bolo family? For sure, for sure. Yeah, I, I agree. Sure. I agree. If there's a butt grip, it's Bolo. There's a butt grip. It makes it's you a look cooler. It's got to be a shirt, man. <laughs> Yeah, there's been a lot of good butt grip quotes in this this episode. Uh, <laughs> there's a butt grip, it's a bolo. All right, well, uh, let's let's kick it around before we. Uh... Wait, instead of going like this, is like like this. Oh, bird like butt grip. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> They're gonna make a shirt like this. Yeah. Get ready to squeeze. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> You guys are having too much fun out there in Las Vegas, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, does anybody here have uh, anybody here have questions for any of the other guests today before uh, we get it done? Mikey, Roberto, Marcus, anybody have questions uh, for anybody jujitsu related or anything? Pretty good. How is it really cold? Uh, how's how's it? Uh, how's training in the winter in, in Norway? Oh in, God. In in Dublin, yeah. In Dublin, yeah. <laughs> I love saying Dublin. Most Americans get it so wrong. You just have to have a sweater on and you'll be fine. But, you train uh, with a sweater on when you roll? Yeah, in the beginning. And then like with uh, socks now in the winter. Huh? Do you train with socks on too? Yeah, sometimes it depends. It depends on the day. Like when uh, Fion and uh, Marcus was there, uh, was it? Was it? Yeah, it was kind of cold then, wasn't it? Yeah, it was fucking freeze. Yeah. <laughs> do the match Do the match ever freeze? Like, do they become like ice? Where like you could skate on them? Do they ever become ice? <laughs> <laughs> no, but what happens sometimes is like uh, the floor is so cold. Because we have it straight on concrete, and like we have these heaters over, and like if these go, these goes like full on, it creates vacuum under, and like the 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 mats will start building up. So it's oh, like, like air bubbles under. That, oh, yeah. So that's kind of annoying. That sucks. That's crazy. I know what you mean. Yeah, but now like we're opening our own gym now, so we're bit. So that's the if you people watching, if you're gonna open a gym, don't. Put it straight on concrete because it's going to create the uh, create the uh, air bubbles. Uh, air bubbles. So build it up. That's but why you, you build have it up dollar more mats. If I have what the dollar more mats? Yeah. No. You have we the got you have the regular like uh, tatami cut. Uh, I have no clue. They're mats. <laughs> Just bats. It's funny because um, it's funny because I trained in Florida and we used to train like in a hundred degree weather with no AC and no lights. Like it was like because no, they don't want to spend money on lights or AC. So yeah. we used to train like in these warehouses with no AC. That was Texas. Um, and um, you just walking on the mat, you'd be soaking wet, sweating before training. Um, and um, I'm I'm trying to compare the extremes. One is the super hot, and one is the super cold. You know, I think super cold might be better uh, than that because that you get sick for like no. weeks. 
Do you think the cold is, is easier than the hot? You think the cold is harder? The cold is uh, is harder because it gets it's fucking annoying always having to do like a proper warm up. But you like, don't get like, sick. Do like heat exhaustion. Up. So through, throughout the years, like we were good with warm ups. Now, now we just drink coffee in the morning and just stretch and yeah. So like, uh, but in the heat, in the heat, you just go to training and you can train because like you're always yeah. warm. Your limbs are you're limber, you know. Uh, but in the cold, yeah, I guess you always have to be injury. The, uh, huh? the uh, Roberto. I guess there's like way less chance of an injury in the heat. But yeah, like, I sure. just feel like I got yeah. sick a lot with heat sure. exhaustion. Yeah. Roberto, I got a fan yeah. question here for you. Somebody, somebody sure. in, the, in the chat wants to know what strategy would you use against Buchecha? Fuck. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. Buchecha is my hero, but uh, Mikey, coach him. Mikey, Mikey, you're his coach. What are you? What are you? What are you telling him over th- five minutes before the match? What you got to do, Mikey? Oh my God! Um, uh, Tammy Musumeci popping in the comments here too. The other Musumeci. Tammy's in the comments. Oh yeah, God! Tam- what's she saying? She said, "What's up?" She says, "Hi, Hi. what's up?" <laughs> um, I I would tell Roberto to believe in his jiu-jitsu. Uh, he's fighting freaking Buchecha, uh, but um. <laughs> But every opponent is uh, just a figure. Like the name is irrelevant, you know. Like um, just to believe in your jiu-jitsu and uh, whatever happens, like it doesn't matter who you're fighting, you know. Tommy, what I, would you do? I, Tommy, if you had to fight Buchecha, what do you think your game plan would be? That's a that's a, that's a hell of a task. Nature, collar, collar and sleeve regain and like just survive the blitz and then just do my thing and yeah, just survive the, the shit blitz. Out of <laughs> survive the blitz for real. Exactly. Man, I love Tommy's yeah, confidence. Yeah. Like in my in in the in my years, like in career, uh, I would just try to give him my one hundred percent because that that would be an honor. Like him when he fought Roger, I'm sure he was thinking I need to give one my one hundred percent because this is my my hero. This is who I looked up to. For him, it was Roger. For me, it's Buchecha. So I, I don't know if that will happen one day, but if it does, then I'll I'll be honored and I'll be happy to like give my best and. And both of us give a show, and whoever wins wins. But at the end of the day, like, like he said one day in Metamorphs, he like he he doesn't have to prove anything. He's the best, so it'll be an honor just to fight and like give fireworks to the people. Mikey, we got a question here from your sister. Oh she God! Says, oh, fuck. She says, <laughs> "What's up with Mikey and butt grips?" That's her question. <laughs> Freaking Tommy! <laughs> uh, my my sister likes to talk a lot of crap. Uh, she also says, "What are you going to do when the stores sister? run out of pasta?" I what? think she should be worried about that more than yeah. Mike. <laughs> she says, what, "What what are you going to do when the stores run out of pasta?" There's another Tammy question in here. Uh, I don't know how I'll function without pasta or jujitsu. So let's just hope things stay stable with my pasta and having mats to train with. <laughs> it's gonna be an angry Mikey Musumeci if no pasta. That's a scary thought. All right, uh, but Tammy, but Tammy's gonna have to train with me all day anyway, so. She should be ready. She has to get ready to train. You guys have mats at home, right? Yeah, we have mats. Yeah. Of course we do. Of course we do. Yeah, she's going to be training with me all day soon. If she likes it or not, I'm going to lock her in the garage, give her a gi, and then maybe she get food once in a while, but she's going to just have to train with me all day. All right, we got, we got another fan question here. This is for an 11-year-old, so we got to do this one. Ryan Bloomberg says his 11-year-old daughter wants to know everyone's favorite submission. Roberto, kick it off. Bonero. Bonero? All right, Mikey. Yeah, what wait. do you, what, Mikey? What are you going with, Zico? I don't, ha- I don't have a favorite submission. Uh, it's whatever the opponent gives me. 
Theon. Come on, Mikey, commit. What? What? <laughs> fix. <laughs> Fix something. He's, he's bullshit. His favorite is the real naked choke or the cross choke. With the I, I like Ezekiel's. I like Ezekiel's. I like arm triangles. Um, Every choke. I like all submissions. There's not really okay. one. Maybe an ankle lock, right? That should be like that's a good one for me to say because I do a lot of ankle locks. Yeah, I love ankle locks. Uh, I don't really have a submission. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. You did hit a, the fastest it's, submission in the world finals with that ankle lock or whatever, right? It should be more like what's your most common submission? And I'm talking to Guinness Book of World Records of getting the new record changed because they have that in Guinness Books of World Records, the old one. Yeah. Really? I didn't know that. Who, I who just was, have to get IBGJF to send a letter confirming that it was 12 seconds and then they'll it? change Comprito? it. Was Comprito? Comprito did. Yeah. It's funny because I'm friends with Comprito and that did, that world. He was like, like trolling me all day, like bullying me and making fun of me, like talking crap. And then I beat his record later in the day. <laughs> uh, oh, hold on, hey. Uh, before we move on, Mikey, let's see. How did you set up that world's ankle lock to get it in twelve seconds? What, what, what was your setup there? Do you want me to physically show it? Or? Do it to Roberto. I want, I want to see it on, on Roberto. Let's see. Oh yeah, God. show it. Show it. <laughs> Uh, double guard pull? Yeah, double guard pull. But this is Rooster Weight. Of course, we're double guard pull. Everyone's on their butts in Rooster Weight. <laughs> yeah. So I think I was here. Uh, I went to grab collar sleeve, and I placed my foot on his shoulders like this. I always like to place both feet on the shoulder. And I went really? one hand on the knee like this. Could you guys see? I don't know if I'm in the camera. Yeah, yeah, I can see you. I grabbed the knee like this. I lifted the ankle two on one. I controlled, locked my collar, and he went here. And I ended up on this hip here, and him going for a leg drag here. So I just dragged my leg a little bit, because this stayed down. He was just on his foot. Yeah, like this. And his foot was like this. So then I went here, I held the ankle, I had the collar, and I put pressure here. And um, I felt his foot like separate, like it went in half. I didn't. I haven't watched it in a while. So you finished it facing sort of the, the wrong way, like what would be illegal yes, I, if, he, I if he didn't turn that way. way. He turned that way, and then I I didn't finish on the side. I finished going backward, but um, but his foot like went like crack, crack, crack. You know, like the uh, the um the the uh the nice popping feeling. Yeah, <laughs> the nice popping feeling. A little savage, like. Uh, so is that something that is that something that you that you do a lot that uh, or is that just it came to you in the moment and you just seized it it's funny because um a lot of people always ask me oh how many like do you do a lot of ink locks in training i don't practice ink locks at all in training because i feel like i don't want to hurt anyone i train with and um i don't know i just don't like doing them in training so usually the week before worlds like that same week i start drilling them a little bit you know and then uh and then i always get them when i fight <laughs> the uh my uh, tammy claims that your favorite submission is the twister the twister <laughs> oh my god um <laughs> no i I don't know. Why I, I, twister? I don't know. All right. All right. Let's move on. Fion, favorite submission for uh, this guy's daughter. They want to know. Uh, um, armbar, I think. I mean, that's not my favorite, but I think the one I do most, maybe. Or double collar off the back. Yeah. Wow. All right. One of those. All right. Those? Production, we got to. We just got, still got Mikey. <laughs> We're just we looking get... at Mikey. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, all right, Marcus. Marcus, favorite submission. You got two people left. Uh, probably armbar too. That's the one I get most in training, so I'll go with that. Definitely. Um, yeah. Guillotines feel good though. That feels like a sad. That's a satisfying one. Yeah, yeah guillotine yeah. I like that. I wish I was better at guillotines. They are fun. I'm in too. That's good. So just squeeze. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you uh, What are you eating up there, Roberto? Oh, oh, a bun cake. <laughs> <laughs> Eat a little cake up there. All right, yeah. Tommy. Tommy, favorite submission. How fat is everyone going to get during this time, guys? How oh. fat is everyone going to get? Hell yeah, you better I'm get fat. You're fat, Mikey. I'm not going to get much. fat. I'm going to be eating normal. <laughs> uh, uh, my favorite submission has to be like a uh, loop choke in a uh, uh, triangle. All right. Very nice. Fair enough. Right. Yeah, those, those work well with your guard, too. All right, before we get going, we don't have much time. I'm going to let everybody kick it around and get everybody one by one give a little message to their fans out there. This is a little crazy time. People aren't training, so I'll give you guys a little bit of time to – we'll we'll, we'll go backwards because Roberto's finishing his cake up there. We'll start with Tommy and then work our way through. (laughs) Tommy, if you want to say anything to the people out there before we uh, close this up, just go ahead. Here's your time. Yeah, just uh, everybody just stay in good health. And uh, wash your fucking hands. Don't do jujitsu with people you don't know too well. And yeah, keep this fucking pandemic away. Kill it. Simple and easy. Everybody wash your fucking hands. All right, Marcus, you're up. What do you got to say to the people out there watching? Yeah, same thing. Stay healthy. Stay in slow. Don't be on train and don't be canceling your membership either, though. Yeah. Stay slow. Don't stay supporting your gym. Stay support. Stay supporting your gym, right? Because you might not have one if you if you don't. So yeah, that's it. All right, Fian, your turn. Uh, yeah, like uh, obviously the same as the other two guys, but I think mainly because like, I'm from the UK and there's a lot of gyms that are still running and everyone's still training and they're of the mindset to just keep going and training because the UK government's not being strict there or as strict as here. So just to maybe consider closing your gyms for now because just because the government's not telling you to do that, um, it's close contact. I know it's it's really hard for everyone, but please like it's going to be such a huge spreader like it's obviously super dangerous to be rolling right now and as hard as it is start trying to stay positive so yeah so yeah all right mikey musumechi what's going on with you up there what do you got to say to the fans uh i love the way you guys are sitting hey i got i love the way you guys are sitting right now by the way (laughs) (laughs) uh i all i have to say is like uh everyone stay safe and my condolences to everyone that's suffering from this and their families that are going through hard times in like especially china and italy and all across the world like it's such a hard time but um uh we just all have to stay together as a community like always and we should get through this like always you know um uh, and if you're gonna train please just train with people that aren't sketch people that you know that aren't going out um working in places you know um just stay with people that you know are just staying home all day and uh people that are clean you know and um we're gonna get through this just like everything else and uh, if we don't we just walk it off (laughs) Roberto, you got anything to add? Yeah, exactly what Mikey said. Walk it off. Like, uh, of course, we have to think, like, like the history of the, the human race, right? Like, how many things people have survived and uh, all because of the strong mentality that they've had. And, you know, we, we have to just think like that. Like, imagine the plague hundreds of years ago. There's been hundreds of plagues throughout uh, civilized, the human human. Uh, history so i think like it's nothing we don't know what it is yet but as long as we stay positive we we stay focused on the good keep like our family safe together with us our friends whoever's close to us like keep communication with them and 
um, give help them too. Like if you feel like somebody's feeling down, help them out. You know, like just talk to them out for whatever to get their mind out of uh, the gutter. Because in the end, even if it if it is something or if it's not, we need to keep living our lives as much as we can. Uh, if we're quarantined, we're quarantined. If we're not, we we figure out how to like stay safe with each other. But stay positive. Don't let this get anybody down. Uh, look forward to the future. Use this time as like a a, a ways to plan things out as much as you can, and and just um, yeah, just live life as much as you can right now, guys. All right. Don't so stop. To- you know, let's all be thankful for our loved ones during this time, especially you know. Yeah. In summary, Tommy says, wash your fucking hands. Uh, Fianna Marcus say, keep wash supporting your, your local yeah. local academy. Mikey, want you guys to stay away from sketchy people. All right? Everybody out there? <laughs> yeah. No, I said stay home as much as you can. Sketch Stay home as much as you can. Stay home. Sketch or not. <laughs> yeah, they're either sketch or they're not. Not sketchy. We don't okay. say sketchy. We yeah. Roberto's yeah. bringing a positive <laughs> mental attitude, yeah. which is uh, super necessary. Stay away from sketch people, I think, is good advice in any time. Uh, guys, thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you, thank you so much, guys, for uh, joining us today. This was fun. I, I had a good time, uh, and uh, yeah, hopefully things clear up soon. Hopefully, uh, there's a lot of uncertainty right now. We don't know when things going to start up. Hopefully, soon we start getting a picture of that. But yeah, got anything to add, Chase? Until then, yeah, just what Michael said. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. Thank you all for watching at home. I know a lot of you guys uh, are without things to do, without your normal broadcast and uh, sporting and everything else. So stay, stay tough. We're going to be very busy in our studio this week. We've got a couple more shows lined up already. And we'll let you know. Yeah, tomorrow, up. tomorrow, JT Torres and Wednesday, Buchecha. So, so thanks, guys, for yeah. calling in. We'll see you guys soon, and uh, stay tuned for more shows. See you guys later. Thanks. If I can say, like, for all the anime lovers, Avatar, Naruto, One Piece, Dragon Ball Z, Super, uh, <laughs> just watch anime. That's what I'm doing. Train watch and watch anime. anime. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Thank you guys so much. See you guys. Right. Stay you. safe, everyone. Right. Cheers. Bye, bye. Cheers in Dublin. <laughs> God bless. <laughs> Cheers in Dublin. Cheers in Dublin. Dublin. Dublin, eh? <laughs> Are we on? <laughs> well, I'm saying. We're still going strong. <laughs>